This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. For Spencer Chase, I'm Jeff Nally. President Joe Biden signed the continuing resolution approved by Congress yesterday to keep the government funded till early March. While the bill keeps the lights on in the nation's capital, a key agriculture leader says congressional failure to act on spending details pressures the process of approving a new farm bill. AgriPulse Hannah Pagel has more. Farm labor reform is a high priority for the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture in 2024. Ted McKinney spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers and says there needs to be a solution. I keep thinking that the pendulum is about to swing and it can kind of come back and we'll get some sense of reason. And every time the pendulum just keeps swinging. I empathize and agree with the the Republican side that we've got to fix the border. Oh, my gosh, it's just hemorrhaging. Look at the TV every night and what's happening in the cities. And yet we can't wait on that because farmers are losing income by not having uh, fruit and produce picked or cow's milk. McKinney says he'd like to see more flexibility in the H-2A and H-2B program. What we're trying to get is first making sure there's a live, valid H-2A, H-2B program. But in that, we have to have flexible uh, flexibility in that because a seasonal program is not good enough for the dairy and some pork farmers that desperately need year-around work. So it needs a major overhaul, and it's just horribly unfortunate that the border has been such a sieve because it's just added great complexity, even anger on this whole thing, and that's uh, problematic. Mary Kay Thatcher with Syngenta and Ann McMillan with Invariant were also on this week's show to further discuss the appropriations process and farm bill timeline. You can watch more on agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Crop prices have seen new lows in Chicago following last week's stocks and production report from USDA. Much emphasis remains on the end of the Brazilian soybean growing season, the harvest and planting of the safrita corn crop. Nutrients Eric Snodgrass says the ultimate ending of the El Nino weather pattern will have a major impact on the Brazilian soy and corn crop. Right now what it's doing is keeping things wet in the north, which is going to slow down harvest and therefore slow down the planting of safrina. But the real key will be April for that safrina crop because the soybean crop's had its chance. It's now the, the safrina crop that's going to go in over the next four weeks. We want to see if the April rains are there. So the April rains for them are like our July rains. It's right at or just after pollination. And if we don't have that rain in place, you don't get good grain fill. So the worry is because of El Nino, historically monsoonal rains slow down a bit earlier in April rather than in May. That could put some hurt on that safrina crop. Agrimarket.net's Matt Bennett believes increased supply from the southern hemisphere combined with the larger domestic carry in corn and soy spell lower prices for 24 crops. If I look at the potential impacts on the market throughout the course of 24, I'm short-term friendly. I think we get some sort of a bounce in here. But, Jeff, longer term, if Brazil has a crop, if the U.S. has a crop, I do not think that you're going to be trading 475, 480 corn next fall. In fact, I'd be more liable to think it'd be sub $4 corn. The USDA's cattle on feed report this afternoon reporting 11.93 million head of animals on feed as of January 1st. The figure 2% larger than last year and includes a 4% drop in placements and a 1% drop in marketings during December. 
the figures were close to trade estimates. Challenging times for the EV market. Ford Motors said today it's slashing production of its F-150 Lightning. Tesla in recent days cutting vehicle prices in Europe and China. Its stock has fallen sharply this month. And Hertz said last week it was dumping 20,000 EVs from its rental fleet, replacing them with gas engine cars. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. Well, that's all for Drive Time today. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington for Spencer Chase, I'm Jeff Daly.